Hello, everybody. Dan Jones is back here with you with another quiet talk to encourage you in your walk with Jesus. How many hours of the day do we spend gazing at a phone or a computer screen? I'm afraid too many. This is especially true of our children and young people. It's yet to be seen what the consequences of this fixed focus will be on the lives of the generation coming up. What should we be looking at? Because what we are looking at has a profound impact on the course of our lives, really on our destinies. Nations under dictators have to constantly look at their dear leaders because their leaders put up giant portraits and statues of themselves everywhere. In part, that's the dictator's way of reminding the population upon whom they are dependent and around whom their lives revolve. I'm sure most of you know Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, etc., I'll bet not as many of you know Psalm 123. Listen to the first two verses of that little psalm. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant to the hand of her mistress, So our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy upon us. Notice that the servants don't look to the eyes of their master, but to his hand. That's because it is with his hand that the master gives his servants what they need. His hand provides. We use words like this to express the idea of expectation. You might say, I'm looking to my boss for a bonus this year. It means you expect him to give you a bonus. Of course, sometimes bosses let you down. I've noticed in my life that people sometimes let you down. Has anybody ever let you down? What a dumb question. No matter who is listening to this podcast right now, it's a cinch that you've been disappointed by somebody, perhaps by many somebody's. How many young ladies get married to that young man who was so polite and attentive when they were dating only to find that after they are married a while that he is not like the Prince Charming in all those Walt Disney movies they watched when they were little girls. Their expectations of their husbands are sadly disappointed. How many people work hard at their jobs expecting their efforts to be rewarded only to see someone else who doesn't seem to show the same diligence they do move up and get the big promotion while they still toil away in the trenches? So people often become bitter. Life has not treated them fairly, they feel. In other words, they had expectations from certain people, and those people didn't come through in the way they thought they should. There are few things that are more destructive to the inner life of a person than bitterness, resentment. A bitter person often wonders why so few people want to get close to them. The reason is obvious to everyone except the bitter person himself. 
Nobody wants to be the next target of their resentment. I don't want to be the next well, I don't want to be the next person who lets you down, so I'll keep my distance. This self-caused isolation makes the problem worse, and the unforgiving individual sinks deeper into a pit of bitterness. How can you stay out of this pit? The answer is to give all your expectations to God. If you don't expect anything from people, then you'll never be disappointed. Here's another verse from the Psalms. Psalm 62, verse 5. My soul, wait silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. Who are you looking to? I urge you to look to God alone. There's a beautiful prayer in Ephesians chapter 1 that I pray every day for the people on my prayer list. One phrase of that prayer asks that the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened. Over the years, many people have traveled to the Far East looking for enlightenment. Let me save you the plain fare. You can receive enlightenment right where you sit at this moment. All you have to do is pray to the God who is everywhere, who is not limited to any certain earthly locale. Ask Him to give His divine light to the eyes of your heart. Ask Him to sharpen your inner vision. He will do it. You know, this world can be pretty ugly. There are very beautiful places in the world, mostly places where there are almost no people and absolutely no works of man, no buildings, no highways, no power lines, nothing but what God made. It's beautiful. Nature points us to God. But the world of humanity can be very unattractive. It can downright weigh on you. That's why you need to very intentionally take time during each day to shut all that out and focus your gaze on what is most beautiful. Look upon the face of Jesus. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. God has given us humans many wonderful gifts. One of them is the gift of imagination. We can close our eyes and see things that are not physically present by using that wonderful gift. Some people think imagination is just seeing things that aren't real. But a disciplined Christian imagination can be a tool to, by faith, enter the very presence of God. Make sure you ground this practice in Scripture. Take a verse or even a fragment of a verse and let the Holy Spirit make it real to the eyes of your heart. I love the story of the transfiguration, especially that description of Jesus when it says, and I Use my old King James Bible here. His face 
did shine as the sun. How wonderful it will be someday when we look upon him face to face. In the meantime, you can see Jesus by faith. Do you have a need today? Look to Jesus. Take that promise of Philippians 4.19 and recite it before the Lord. My God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Say that over to the Lord. Personalize it. Oh, my God, you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Use God's own word to converse with him in prayer. Faith is looking. As the servant looks to the hand of his master, so our eyes look to God. We say with David, One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Friend, have you been disappointed by someone in your life? Has someone let you down? Give that person to God. Give those expectations to God and turn all your hopes to him. Look to Jesus, the one who will never disappoint. I can share with you my own personal testimony of 65 years. I know I don't look it. I've been through a lot of disappointments, a lot of challenges, and yes, a lot of failures. There is absolutely no doubt that I have disappointed a lot of people in my life. But I can say with all my heart that although many things in my life perhaps have not turned out the way I hoped, Jesus has never disappointed me. He has never failed me. When I have failed him, he has always been there with full forgiveness. He never throws up my past sins to me. Let me finish up with these great words from Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Lord Jesus, would you just open the eyes of our hearts just now, those that are listening to my voice, God, give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the unveiling of the divine. May the eyes of their hearts be enlightened and let them see the beauty of the Lord Jesus. I pray they will look to Jesus in faith. They will look away from, from human beings and people who have let them down. And they will look to Jesus. That They will give all their expectations to him. I pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. My dear friend, thank you for listening to this quiet talk. It encourages me, encourages me so much when I hear 
people share with me how a certain talk blessed them, encouraged them in the Lord. That means everything to me. And I, I just, uh, I'd love to hear from you. And, and you can contact me by email, if you would, at father.danjones at outlook.com. And if you never have, please, I would love to hear from you. If you like hearing these talks, email me so I can put your email address on my list that uh, Monday and Thursday when I release these talks, I share just a little email with you and a link to the current talk. I would appreciate that so much. Father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.